Blog Talk Radio. Swing era, I should say, and 
you know, lots of good music at that time. I know a lot of cats hit on, like, some, some rappers who chose to have an R&B hook. I mean, he was the first, one of the first to have an R&B hook and be successful with it. I mean, sure, mm-hmm. after that came cats like Father MC and, and all those other cats, MC Hammer, but he was heavy D. I mean, like, worked with Teddy Riley from yep. Guy. I mean, he, mm-hmm. I mean, talk about banger. I mean, Black Coffee, I mean, that whole album, you know, and, and, and all his albums, really, really. Uh, especially uh, the one with um, women, uh, not 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 women, women that's of you, but uh, peaceful journey, peaceful journey. Peaceful that's journey. one of my favorite albums of his, and, and it's great, man. It's one of those things where we, we like we look back on what hip hop is, what what hip hop has has evolved into. I know, I know they say there's no country for old men, but damn, 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 damn. <laughs> and that's the thing so, too, man. He was one of those yeah. MCs that everybody loved. You know, yeah. your, your your child loved him, your your mom's loved him, your grandma loved him, you loved him. He he just had that appeal, and 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 to to some, unfortunately, having that type of appeal is is something that that brings your status level down, and it shouldn't, in his opinion, man. That's just who he was. Right. He was he's a dude who loved love, loved life, and enjoyed having fun, man. Especially that Peaceful Journey album, for him to lose one of his boys, yeah. one of his dancers, and to come out and to Trouble do an T-Roy. album like that, man, yes sir, yeah. it, to, to to have to do that album, man, it, it was it it was phenomenal. And you know, you go back to the Hepster and all that stuff, my Dilly Dilly D. You, you can't you can't go wrong with a, a heavy D cut, man. You can't. Right. Exactly. And first, and by the way, if anyone has a problem with heavy D and his music. They have a problem with themselves. That's all I gotta say. Because he was one yeah. of the, like he was ahead of his time in terms of having an R and B hook and make it banging. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's just it's just it's he's just awesome. So, rest in peace, Heavy D. Please continue to rest well. We miss yes, you, sir. Hip hop fans, real hip hop fans, miss you. And that's all I gotta say about that. So going from the uplifting, sad slash uplifting to just flat out sad. The NBA playoffs. Uh, <laughs> look, <laughs> I, I know that Boston gave us a slight reprieve in Game Three when they showed a hard case from behind. But let's face it, Cleveland just just messed around. It should have been a sweep, yo. I mean, same with Golden State and San Antonio. I mean, that was a clean sweep, even though we didn't have Kawhi Leonard because of injury issues. Thanks again, Jaja Tequila, whatever you pronounce your last name. <laughs> um, but beat it as it may. This NBA playoffs is just a flat-out dog, man. It just has been. I mean, there yeah. hasn't been really a save for the Boston-Washington series because they hate each other. There hasn't been any compelling series. And I know Golden State had a lot of injuries. Like, the beneficiaries of just injuries. I mean, those things happen. I mean, Port mm-hmm. had a fair share of injuries. Uh, Utah just wasn't ready. And, you know, no. I know they say that George Hill being out was huge, but come on, he's George Hill. I mean, there's no reason why Indiana exactly. jumped to that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really count that. But then you have San Antonio. Like, they were up by 20 points. More than mm-hmm. 20 points of Kawhi just cooking. Just just, just straight cooking. Like, no one could check him. And, and uh, as well as uh, uh, um, um, LaMarcus Aldridge is getting his as well down low. And then yeah. you see Jaja pull up that dirty play, and which which cost the Spurs um, – 
uh, um, Kawhi, you know, it just—I didn't think it was, you know, to the point that they would lose a 25-point lead, albeit on the road. But still, I mean, it's just wow. I just didn't know they were that weak. So, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you can't play Golden State for the people they play in front of them, even for the dirty play by Jaja. But still, I mean, especially Cleveland. I mean, what Cleveland has proved to me, man is that you can't take the regular season serious. I mean, they coasted no. down the stretch. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't remember you, man, we're talking like the last couple of weeks of the season where, well, last month of the season where I was like, do you think that Cleveland actually gives a damn if they finish first in the East? Because they, they probably knew deep down that they are going to still represent the East in the finals anyway. Hell, we all knew that. Yeah. I mean, since the, since, the, since the beginning of the year, we were like, one or three teams are going to win it. Golden State, Cleveland and maybe San Antonio played out just like that. It's, that's how it's played out. And it's going to play out like that because I, I, I don't think Cleveland, I don't think Boston going to win another game in this series. I, they could they they have all the heart in the world. I give them that. But without Isaiah Thomas and the fact that Cleveland signs like you know we should you shouldn't be messing around, especially with Ghost thinking all this rest now off that sweep of San Antonio. It's going to be ugly in Game Five. And I'm just ashamed to say that I may be watching part of it. <laughs> um, but I mean, is it? I mean, I don't know what it would take to get the NBA make the NBA interesting again. But it's just been a it's just been a straight dog this year. The players have just been god awful. Just god awful. It's you're right. It's a, a, a well. It's been a lot of things. First and foremost, like you mm-hmm. said, and, and, I, and I've actually said this to you on this show. That especially with the question that you asked, did, did Cleveland actually care about having a number one seed? And I think if I remember correctly, my answer was no, because they mm-hmm. reached that level like other teams before them, uh, San Antonio yeah. Spurs, um, the New England right. Patriots in the NFL, uh, sometimes the Steelers and even the, the Baltimore Ravens, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins in the NHL, um, sometimes the, the, the San Francisco Giants. In the, in the St. Louis Cardinals, you just have teams yeah. that are that good that they know that their greatness travels, and they're not concerned right. in having home field advantage because they'll go into your place and beat you up in your place too. They don't care. That's as right. long as they can That's get right. into the playoffs healthy, <laughs> they don't yeah. care. And you don't right. want to see them in the playoffs because you know that they don't care. And and. Right. and Cleveland has gotten to that point now, especially in their conference, and we're already seeing this. With game three, I don't know about you, bro. I'm calling collusion there with Vegas. Somebody has something going on (laughs) because the the Boston Celtics were a 15-point dog. The over-under was was, uh, 216. The total score was 219, and they came up from behind the win. That was the game to go ahead and put your money on Boston because they got smashed the first two games. Why not put it on them? But if you don't put that on them, we always look at the bad performance of LeBron James, and that's something I guess we can discuss a little bit later. But, yeah, we will. You, know, we, we, you know, that's that's one of the things that everyone has talked about is how bad this playoffs has been because of the fact that, you know, we could predict what two teams will be in the finals or at least what three out of four teams will be 
in, in their respective conference finals before the season even started. And right. what I did was I wanted to go ahead and do a little history because it's, it's, it, we, we, know, we always have to live in the present. We always have to say, you know, sometimes this is the best or the worst of anything that's ever happened without taking into consideration history. So what I did was this. I looked at mm-hmm. what we considered to be super teams, quote, unquote, in the NBA dating back to 1980, right? Now, nice. I'm going to let you answer my question. <laughs> and then, because I'm going to say, Philip, we're going to have the same answers. Who would you consider to be the super teams in the NBA from 1980 on to now? Um, let's see. From 1980, the L.A. Lakers definitely, especially after they drafted James Worthy in the first, like, first and second pick of the draft. And uh-huh. was it 85? I mean, I know it wasn't that late. Maybe 83, 80, like 84, maybe. Uh, the Boston Celtics definitely with. Larry Bird, uh, the greatest fourth quarter of all time. Larry Bird, uh, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, with Bill Walton coming off the bench. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, that's two. Uh, maybe should be uh, the Chicago Bulls after they acquired one Dennis Rodman, uh, former mm-hmm. Bad Boy Pistons and San Antonio Spurs, to help them win the three, three of their six championships. Um, let's see, that's three. Uh, <laughs> well, the Miami Heat. Obviously, the big three, Dwayne Wade uh, um, and LeBron, as well as Chris Bosh. Uh, God mm-hmm. bless him, by the way. Um, that's four. Five, the Boston Celtics of the 2000s with 2.0 with Kevin Garnett, The Truth, as well as Ray Allen. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a super team. And the, and, the, and, and the L.A. Lakers 2.0 as well with Shaq and Kobe. And big shot Rob, Robert Ory, especially yeah. uh, Rick being a great role player at the that that, that he was. Um, but mainly, you, but you know what that's funny? What's funny? Two of the six teams, or so teams that I mentioned, two are the two are two featured two reincarnations of the same team. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. I mean, if you, and if that's, you, that's if you interesting as well. But, yeah. but it's, it's, it's interesting that you named those franchises. Um, because I was also going to include, I guess, this year's Cavs and Warriors. But out of mm-hmm. all the teams you named, only two have never gone through a final or gone through the playoffs up into the finals without losing more than one game right. on their way to the finals. And, and that would be, of course, the Celtics, the Lakers, the yep. Bulls. And that's it. Um, you know what? Then you also in- I left off the Sixers. I left off the Sixers in '82, with most Malone and Dr. J. They only lost one game in the in the playoffs. But go ahead, sorry about that. Oh yeah, because they won as well. I don't know if I would necessarily consider them to be a super team, even though they were a number one seed that year. I don't think anyone knew in the beginning of that year that the Sixers would go That's on true. to win the right. title, let alone only lose one game in the playoffs. Another team that right. that kind of fits that category, but they don't. I don't consider them to be a super team either. Were the '99 Spurs? That was that shortened right. year. They came into the yeah, playoffs exactly. as the number one seed in the West. They only yeah. lost one yeah. game on their way to beating the Knicks in the finals, but um, no one would consider them to be a super team either. So with all of this talk of we knew who this would be into the finals, 
We've seen these super teams before. The thing is, even throughout the 80s and throughout the 90s, it didn't happen as much as we thought it would. And even for those teams to make it to the finals, it wasn't a, a series less than five games. Well, there were a couple of, of occasions where, the, where the, the finals were less than five games. But we had those those battles of Boston and L.A. going on in the 80s. You had that battle right. of uh, Chicago and, and – and uh, 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 who was that, Seattle in, in 96. Mm-hmm. 91 was, of course, uh, the Bulls leading the, 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 the Lakers in five. Now, there were people who had said that the Lakers were favored going into that series, of course, because they had Magic Johnson. Mm. I don't know if I would have favored them going into that series. It, look, looking back, I hoped that Magic would beat them, but I don't know how comfortable I was with Magic beating that Bulls team. But that's another story for another day. But this will be the first time potentially that two teams have made it to the NBA Finals with a combined one loss or less. Because, of course, Golden State has made it through sweepingly. Now, if the Cavs can go to Boston and and win it, that'll be the first time the NBA – well, the first time since 1980 that both teams have made it to the Finals with a combined one loss which is insane. Now, how can the NBA wow. fix it? I don't know. Because what are you going to do? Are you going to mandate teams to do stuff? Now, if if uh, 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 the commissioner doesn't step in and redirect uh, Chris Paul from going to the Lakers to going to New Orleans, maybe right. that doesn't happen. Who knows? We don't know what will happen. Um, God, I mean, that's years, years ago. That, that has nothing to do with right now. I don't. I don't know what you do. Cause what do you do? Are you want to stop players from creating these super teams? Are you want to stop freshmen from coming into the league too early? And are you want to stop GMs from drafting bad freshmen onto bad teams? Yeah, that's the thing. That, that's the thing. You know, I mean, I mean, I, I get, and I, and I agree. With you. I agree. With you. I mean, you can't fix stupid, right? Yeah. You can't like. You can't like 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 protect yourself, put yourself in, in terms of these GMs drafting kids and, and having this, this stupid ass like 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 um like uh age age limit rule. If you're gonna have an age limit rule, I've always said this. If you only have an age limit rule, make it one with teeth. Make it twenty years old. Make it yeah. so that the kids can stay two years of college. I don't recommend them ever going to three and I don't think that that would ever happen anyway. That's just totally mm-hmm. unfair. In my opinion, but if you're going to have an age limit, at least make it with teeth. Like at least have one one that's meaningful. And by that I mean, to me, 19, a 20 year old kid coming out of college is more seasoned than an 18, 19 year old kid coming out of college. If that makes any sense. Like a rising junior, you know, you have two years under your belt, playing on the biggest stage, stages. Mm-hmm. It'll seem to make a better product. I mean, because think about, like, going back in the 80s and 90s even. I mean, you you had kids from out high school, but they were, like, the, the, the exceptions to the rule, exceptions to the rule. I mean, Kobe Bryant took a while to, to develop even. I mean, yeah. KG, the likes of Jermaine O'Neal, um, but there are so many that failed. And that's because exactly. the GMs became stupid. I mean, drafted Kobe, the, um, like, Corey Long, no, 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 he went to college. I'm sorry. Like a bunch of other kids who just flamed out. I mean, remember the, the, the immortal Kwame Brown with his fans? Of course, I remember uh, Kwame Brown. God <laughs> knows I remember Kwame Brown. 
I mean, come on. I mean, that, that's the thing. I mean, that's just GMs being stupid. So, I mean, you and can't, that, again, you can't fix stupid, though. But, but as, as far as other stuff, you, you really can't. But, I mean, as far as other stuff, I mean, they could easily implement an age limit of 20 years old where they, the kids would stay two years of college if you want to make the product better, at least give the appearance that it's going to be better because the cost, that would make, in turn make the college game better. Because you have so, yeah. kids, they start, they stay sticking around for two years, but you can't make them stick, stick, stick for more than two. That's just unfair. But exactly. I mean, the whole fact of the matter is, and we think back to the '80s and '90s, bro, during the years, the LA Lakers, the Celtics years, the '80s, the Bulls years, and the '90s, uh, with Houston Rockets crippling there for two years, you still had great teams around the league. I mean, let's go back to the '80s. Who was Sergeant Boston there like every year? The Sixers. The, the Sixers. Milwaukee Bucks the, had a great team. I Milwaukee mean, Bucks, Bucks, Atlanta Hawks. Team. You start yeah, moving Atlanta on into the later team. 80s. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. had the, the Bulls, and then you had Cleveland that were in the mix. So you had tons of yeah, teams right. that would compete. And even once they Remember got. Remember Mark Price they, and them boys in Cleveland? Frank yes. Hilo and Brad Dorothy? Yes. Those so you had a lot of teams in the East and in the West when you're talking about the the the, the Houston Rockets, the the, the Dallas right. Mavericks, uh, with with yep. Ronald, Ronald Blackman, the, the Trailblazers, a young Utah Jazz team. So you you had teams that would battle these guys, and it, it, yep. it, there were years, of course, they would get through without losing or losing maybe one. But there will be other years right. where they have battles and have battles with other teams, and there was nothing that you could do about it. But um, it, 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 I just think that, well, first and foremost, we do take for granted that super teams have existed in the past. We, 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 can, we, we have to stop that misnomer that they didn't never exist. But at the same right. time, it just, for whatever reason, to me, it, it didn't seem this easy. And I don't even know going into the finals this year, whether or not Cleveland is going to be able to hold Golden State to six games, I don't. I got to say, Celestia is going five, and that's going to be it. The way that the way that wow. Cleveland looks now, but at the same time, yeah. Cleveland could be skating. You know, we don't we don't know what to expect from this Cleveland Cavaliers team. True that. But at the same time, I think that's what they want. They want you to go ahead and fall into this this false sense that you know they don't have it together or whatever. Or maybe it is what it is because we've seen LeBron do it before. It's, it's not like it's right. a situation where we haven't seen LeBron have these moments in, in big-time games where you question his greatness because it's happened too many right. times. You know, and, and that's, that's what kind of puts his legacy in question by a lot of people who don't necessarily like him. And I think there's more people that dislike his fans than they do him mm. per se. Because there are a lot right. of people who like to anoint this dude as a mess, whatever. But there are a lot of question marks. And one of the things that I hated to see this week was a meme that said, stop acting like Mike didn't have a bad game. And in the photo, it was, it was, it was Mike, and it had his stats for the game below him. But if you look mm. close at that stat, that stat only showed his shooting percentage for the first three quarters. He was like 0 for, he was like 2 for 22 in the first three quarters of that game. And that's all he had. Mm. What people don't realize 
is that Mike ended up shooting seven for 13 in the fourth quarter, which was better than LeBron's four for 13 in, in that entire game against, against Boston. So I was like, man, that's why I hate memes. Because you got to know sooner or later somebody's going to find out if it ain't going to be me, it's going to be somebody. And I sure made sure to check on that one. And also, God, it's not like LeBron was playing against one of the better defensive teams of this year. But Mike was. Right. Mike was playing against a Miami Heat team that was giving up less than 90 points a game and playing the under Pat Riley. Exactly. So you got to look at the guys who was there playing against in the, in the tough nights that they were having. Boston ain't no defensive juggernaut. They not. So for the superstar to come out and shoot four for 13, yes, it's going to put question marks on your legacy. And that's why, like I said, this whole Cavaliers team, man, it's, it's, it's up in the air what you want to get. But as of right now, the way it looks, it looks like five games for the finals. That's the way it looks. But I could, I could well, be shocked. I really could be. Well, you know what, though? I'll get to the finals in a minute and, and, and LeBron's ass in a minute. But I sometimes think maybe it's, it's going back to the product of the league and the playoffs, as a whole, the NBA as a whole. Uh, I yeah. think if you look back to the 80s and 90s, they won a lot. I mean, Sure, you had expansion with the Hornets in the late 80s as well, the Heat, and then shortly uh-huh. after, the, 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 the Timberwolves. But even then, the, the product was better. I mean, Charlotte was contending, the original Hornets were contending with Larry Johnson and Lonzo Mourning. They were the yeah. fourth seed, making runs, the fourth to third, fourth seed. And, you know, you had the Pacers doing that thing, of course, the Reggie Miller years and the, and the Davis brothers, Antonio Davis and uh, Dale Davis. Boy, that was a brutal team. I mean, you know. It, oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that the, the product, and, and I think it goes to back to when they start allowing kids out of high school, originally kids out of high school, to be drafted. And I think that's when, I mean, but even then, though, I mean, it, I can't put my finger on it. I, I don't know what to say. I, know, I don't know what the answer is. I could postulate maybe, again, raise the age of the 20 years old, so that you have more season young men like drafted into the NBA and make it a better product. But it just goes – but, again, executives need to do better. Here in the Thank story, you. They need to be better draft evaluations, and coaches need to coach better. They need to develop players better. But going back to what you were saying about the finals, just, I just hopping around here, I originally thought this series was going to go seven. I still think this series is going to go seven for some reason. Mm. Maybe call me the internal optimist that – this down of a player, so in the we're in in the high note, perhaps. But I I see your point, and the more I see Cleveland just 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 buck around, if you will, the the more I think that I mean because Golden State is hungrier. Okay, they want Cleveland bad, really, yes. really, really bad. And the fact that Durant is hungry, he's searching for a title. He's been balling out of control this whole playoffs, um, and you know, and the rest of the big, the rest of the big four, in terms of Steph Curry, uh, Draymond Green, and your boy Clay Thompson are balling pretty well too. They're clicking all cylinders. Sure, they're not as deep as they were last year, but they're clicking. And yeah. combine that with the revenge factor in mind. Like going for a title that should, should let's be honest, should have been theirs last year. It should have been theirs mm-hmm. last year. They should have repeat, repeated. Um, I, 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 I think I'm starting to lean your way. Right now, I'm holding, barely holding for dear life for seven games. But 
I, I I'm just I'm 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 going to probably go slide to six games when I'm in my preview next week. Uh, but 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 we'll get you, but we'll we'll say one last thing about the NBA playoffs. Given LeBron's terrible game three, I know he bought I know he redeemed himself in game four. Yeah. But can we just now put the rest of the put the rest of the of the um, LeBron MJ comparisons to first of all the two different players. Essentially, mm-hmm. LeBron would never have that killer instinct that MJ had, or even Kobe had, for that matter. He's just no, not he's, he's that not guy. Some... Yeah, he's, he's not that guy. He's never had. We've that had guy. that conversation for years. We've had that conversation mm-hmm. for years. Matter of fact, his AAU coach will tell you that he's not that guy. Does he have the yeah. ability to score buses? Yes. Does he have that ability mm-hmm. to, to have killer instinct? Yes. But he's not of that ilk of a MJ. No. Of a um, a Kobe, or, or even maybe a, even a Magic. Magic had it in him. Bird had it in him. I, he's not of that ilk, you know. And, right. and, and as much as he wanted to be Magic, I don't think he's of Magic's ilk either. But um, right. the the thing is this, which is which will make this whole thing weird. If they go in and they beat Golden State, it don't matter how many games it takes them. If they go in and yeah. beat Golden State in the finals. Then the conversation is back on again, and that four for thirteen performance is forgotten. And that's what makes it so scary right. because that was the first thing I thought. I said, "Okay, it's all this conversation about how he ain't Mike. He ain't Mike. He ain't mm-hmm. Mike. He ain't Mike." Then all of a sudden, that your boy from coming to America, his voice popped in my head. But what if he beat Golden State though? I'm like, "Oh God, you just had to be there, little bro." Why? God. And, and, and that's exactly what's, what's going to happen because we've seen it last year. The questions came up. Right. They were down 3-1 to go to state. Next thing you know, super performance, super performance, and then super performances out of him and Kyrie in game seven. And all of that was forgotten. All of that right. was forgotten. And, and all of a sudden, questions came up again. Is he one of the greatest? Same thing. Same thing could happen again, and, and, and I'm, I'm afraid. God, I'm afraid to see that happen because the, the talk <laughs> and the father is, 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 is right there. And it's not that I'm afraid of listening to the to the to the to the to the to the LeBron uh, uh, backers, but it, it's capable of happening. And all it's going to do is just reignite that whole thing. But in my opinion, it's all pointless anyway. Because ain't none of them better than Kareem. Exactly. So but that's just me. Let's just, right. I mean, but that's just me. That's just me. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, I mean, it's interesting because during the time of the year, of course, you have the baseball, baseball mm-hmm. regular season, just like, like, like it's going like, like heading to like the first half of the year. I mean, that's really going on right now. It's a long ass season. And, of course. You know, of course, the NBA playoffs going on. And why I say all that is because there's one other sporting event that's going on that not many people know about, thanks to the commissioner of the NHL, is that the NHL playoffs. Stanley Cup playoffs is just amazing. I mean, it's just sad that, to me, it's sad that that you have such exciting playoffs that, that no one ought to know, that not many people know about or, or at least give a damn about. Case in point, the, the defending uh, Santa Cruz champion Pittsburgh Penguins will be playing a seventh deciding game against the Ottawa Seventers 
in the Eastern Conference Finals. What, what station do you have? Like, like, now, what station we became the game, you asked? NBC Sports Network. How many people do you know have the NBC Sports Network? Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, it's something like that, a game seven of a, of a conference finals, let alone one that involves a defending world champion, is now on major cable television. Mm-hmm. That's, just, that's just sad because, I mean, for those who don't know, I mean, I mean the NHL playoffs, and I've said this last year, I said this many times, like, like in the past. To me, it's the best professionals. It's, 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 it's the best sports playoff tournament in professional sports. It is not even close. And this is coming from a guy who's the NFL guy through and through. I mean, it's it's just so great. You have so many upsets, so many close mm-hmm. games. I mean, really, no matter how good you are, it, it all depends on like on your goalie. It's kind of like having a hot pitcher in baseball. Yeah, uh, having a hot goalie. It's all about the hot goalie. And we've seen teams before make runs. I mean, we've seen the uh, when, like, when the Carolina Hurricanes of all teams won it. Hurricanes did it. In Rangers and did it, yeah. They beat. I mean, and, and look who they beat. They beat the Edmonton Oilers who were in HD. So, I mean, it's, I mean, that's what makes that playoff so great. The parody's great. And there's, there's an actual an article on CBS Sports that, uh, that I was looking at that actually lie, outlines why the NHL playoffs is, are light years better than the NBA playoffs. And you can't really argue with that. You can't. You can't really argue with that. I mean, and that's the thing. I mean, but again, we're not seeing these playoffs on major television because we got a stupid-ass uh, commissioner who tried to get cute with ESPN. And it's been bumped this, especially after that lockout that they had that killed like the whole season. <laughs> you know, they struggled to bring, to bring fans back, and they're not doing themselves any favors. I mean, it's like every year I say, uh, every time, every, this time of year, I'm like, Gary Bettman should be fired. The NHL commissioner, they should be fired. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, again, you got the best playoffs in professional sports. No one knows about it or gives a damn about it. That's on him. His lack of exposure. So, again, um, I mean, sure, I mean, I'm, I mean, at least the NHL, I mean, the Stanley Cup Finals last year, only two or three mm-hmm. games were covered on NBC, period. The other exactly. were on NBC Sports Network. I mean, what the hell is that? That's like putting the NBA Finals on True TV. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> so, it really is. And that's the thing that, that, that boggles my mind. None of the regular season or – I don't know. I can't say. I, I don't know how many regular season games are, are appearing on uh, uh, regular broadcast television, but the finals aren't appearing on broadcast television. Name me another right. professional sport other than soccer, where yeah. the championship game isn't played on broadcast television. You can't. Right. You can't. It is insane. Matter of fact, the, um, well, okay, conference finals for, for, for basketball is done that way. And it, it, I guess it kind of works now. We, we've grown accustomed to that happening. But um, uh-huh. it's, it's not like the NHL. When you got to search, and I've heard people and we've talked about it on the show. Uh, uh, NBC Sports Network, uh, CNBC, 
it's just found on some obscure network that a lot of times, one, we don't expect it to be on, and two, have no idea where it is. So you have to be a, 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 a sports cable savant to know, excuse me, exactly where these uh, networks exist on your TV dial just to find these games. Mm. And you're right. Like you said, the parity in NHL playoffs are – uh, 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 are, are equal to none because you can have eight seat winners uh, a series. You can be up three one and, and look fantastic in those three wins, and then all of a sudden you end up losing the series four three. It, it doesn't happen any place else other than the NHL playoffs. And, and you're right. It's just this whole and, and baseball is borderline like this, but the fact that it's quote unquote America's game. And hockey technically isn't. They have this "it's us against the world" mentality, and I don't care what you think about us. We don't need you as new fans, and we don't care to have you as new fans. And I actually asked on, on, on CV Sports last night, how much mm-hmm. would it help and or hurt the NHL if the finals were all American this year with Pittsburgh and Nashville? Now it would. Yeah. Uh, we said that in our opinion, it would actually help them. It would be better if it was Pittsburgh and Nashville. Nashville's a great story, of, by the way. That's a great market. That's an awesome fan base down there. Awesome. Exactly, and and to have that fan base turn and 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 love hockey the way that they do in, in Nashville, Tennessee. Go figure. We, we've seen uh, yeah. uh, them attempt to do it in Atlanta and it not stick. Florida has its moments. Carolina fights, but they also have a ton of uh, minor league hockey there as well. But Nashville, mm-hmm. for them to turn it around, but it would it, just be interesting if it turns out to be Ottawa and, and Nashville because you have probably one of the least watched teams in Canada and one of the right. least watched teams in America playing on one of the least watched networks uh, <laughs> on, the, on in sports cable. <laughs> It's going to be, right. oh, my God. But hopefully Sidney Crosby, matter of fact, is the game on right now? Who's winning? Uh, no, the game would be on The game would be on tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Oh, wow, so they're, they're playing both games at the same well, at the same time. That's interesting. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so we'll find out tomorrow who who will face uh, Nashville. But the way this commissioner is doing it, man, Somebody even come in, tap this dude on his shoulder, and be like, hey, I, I guess we're, we're surviving, yeah. but we need to do better than what we can, and we have a fantastic product, and we're just not promoting it. What is wrong right. with you? And you're right. What they're trying to be you with ESPN during that uh, yeah. that lockout, it didn't yeah. work. What is this deal with NBC? Why is it NBC even showing games? If I'm a commissioner, I'm questioning that. That's insane, but it's, it's it's crazy. They they, they do something it's, to better that. It, yeah, his ass should have been fired ten years ago. That's just let's just be honest. His ass yes. should have been fired ten years ago. But I mean, again, I mean, if you have owners who don't give a damn, seemingly don't give a damn, either, this is what you got. It is what. Uh huh. But we'll get you out here on this. We're going to close it on this from from bad to good, slash obscure to just flat out juicy. Notre Dame. Once again, Notre Dame is in the news. Football is in the news. I mean, it's seemingly that they're the golden numbers. They're always going to be in the news. I mean, I don't know if you heard, but Tim Tim Brando, 
who I love, by the way, from Fox Sports, he postulated that Notre Dame football will join the ACC sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Uh, he cited his, his reasons he cited were, you know, the ACC network is going to kick off in 2019. The ACC is hotter than Texas Chile, um, you know, especially the football and basketball. Um, and 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 the conference's popularity couldn't be even higher. Um, I bet to differ on that. I mean, I don't think Notre Dame is. They were to join the ACC. They're contractually obligated to join the ACC. By the way, um, I, I I don't think it'll be for for reasons of money. And hear me out on this. Well, first of all, okay. it's like a. But first of all, Notre Dame and Stanford are the two highest endowed universities in this country. And it's I didn't know that. They, they, they have several billions of a B dollars worth of endowment. They're mm. doing just fine. And I know they have the, the football contract with, with NBC. It's $15 million per year. It's not SEC money, obviously. But if you're keeping it all to yourself, $15 million is $15 million. And mm-hmm. um, you know, there are some people who say, well, hey, wait a minute. The ACC this past year, their average check per school is 26 mil per. And with Notre Dame, they were only a, a, a partial member, got only 6 million, if that much, of that 26 million. So let's just say for the sake of argument that that's, that, that that's true. Okay, fine. Okay, if you add 6 to the 15, you get less than what ACC teams are getting uh, are taken in per school. But if you look ahead to the ACC network, now suppose, mm-hmm. let's just be conservative, and say suppose the ACC network nets them at their height, like at its height, $15 million per school. A little bit less than what the SEC and the Big Ten takes in per school from the networks, maybe a little more, maybe I'm exaggerating a, bit, a little bit. Okay, what the hell, let's just say $10 million. If each, each ACC school takes $10 million, what about Notre Dame? Well, not many people notice, but Notre Dame, just like the other schools, since they have other, other, uh, like other sports AC sponsors that are participants in as well, they mm-hmm. get an equal share of that pie as well. So mm-hmm. what you have here is that Notre Dame is essentially triple dipping. They're going to the ACC pool for this equal share of the ACC network. They've got only a little, you know, they're taking in the shares of the TV contract, even though it's like like pennies compared to the rest of them, and they get the fifteen million dollar per year NBC contract. Now, I don't know about you, my North Carolina master, fifteen plus six plus ten is more than what the ACC will bring in for school. I mean, it's it's like this. It's like what what fifteen for six to thirty one and, and okay sure the other schools taking thirty six mil Notre Dame takes in thirty one million but who's to say that the NBC contract will be even more once it expires in a few more years? Okay, exactly. Because let's face this, Brian Kelly he's a putz he's an asshole but he's a damn good coach he recruits well and if Notre Dame just bounces back to what I think they'll be this year and a nine. Nine win team, average of nine to ten wins per year going forward, and to the next NBC contract. Who's to say NBC won't be outbid by another network? Maybe a streaming network such as I don't know Amazon, Yahoo Sports, Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know they're getting into the game. You know, 
there's so many options that Notre Dame has. They don't need anybody else to give them money. Hell, even with the triple dipping, even though they're getting a little bit less than the rest of the schools, they still got dough. They still have cash saved. They are still a name, especially in football. Mm-hmm. Because so basically, either way, they're going to get their money. <laughs> okay? <laughs> they won't be hurting for money. I think they'll join, if they were to join the conference, it would be for uh, 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 access. What I mean by that is access to the playoff, easy access to the cost of our playoff. Because the nine in the conference is much harder for an 11 and 1 Notre Dame team say, than, say, like a 12 and 1 Clemson team or a 12 and 1 Florida State team or a 12 and 1 Alabama team or, you know, going to circles, 2012 and 1 Ohio State team. Hell, Ohio State was 12 and 1 last year, made the playoff, and then win their own damn conference. Yeah, and, and I was going to get to that. And let me. This is this is the reason why I feel as though. Well, first and foremost, uh, Notre Dame's AD said that it's absolutely not true that they're going to move into the ACC. So exactly. That's 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 already been killed. But reasons why they don't need to move into the ACC, like you said, they already get 15 million from NBC, right? Matter of fact, mm-hmm. Notre Dame is that girl that gets whatever she wants <laughs> from a dude. And doesn't right. have to give up sex in order to do it. I don't mean to offend your female listeners by saying that, but there uh, are women out there that do that. And Notre Dame is that chick in this in this example. Let me explain, explain why. Like I said, they already get the fifteen million from NBC. They don't gotta split it. They already get money from the ACC ESPN deal. They get fourteen point well four point three million from that deal, where they just had the right. basketball and maybe a couple of the other sports. Of course, that number sure. increases once the ACC network comes in, like you said, right? Mm-hmm. Here are some of the other benefits of, of, of doing what they're doing. They already have a schedule set up to play at least five ACC teams out of their 12 games every year up until, like, That's I right. think it's – uh, what's that, 2020, 2037 or something like that? Yeah, so they already set. came up with schedules for all that far, yeah. They already came up with schedules yeah, so, for that. Yeah, so they already have their ACC opponents. They already have a quote-unquote partial uh, uh, conference schedule without even participating in the conference. And like you just said, Ohio State didn't even participate in their conference's title games and made it into the playoffs. Why? Because they are football royalty, just like Notre right. Dame. If they have the ability yep. to go in, have a, fa- a fantastic showing against those ACC teams, especially if they're quality teams, have other teams in their schedule that are quality wins and probably have a loss or two, depending upon how the rest of the field looks, they can still get into the playoffs. Even more of a bonus, mm-hmm. they don't have to split that playoff money with the ACC. That's right. But the ACC has to split their bowl money with Notre Dame. So they get all the benefits of being in the conference, having the conference games, still having the ability to get into the playoffs, and and, and still getting that bowl without even having to play in a conference game or sacrifice themselves and having to get into a conference and splitting money with the remainder of the conference. 
Win, win. Yeah. And Why would you yep. even want to get into a conference? It's insane. And matter of fact, they come off a lot fatter than the Big 12 it, because the Big 12 now is, is looking to uh, – did they already agree on doing a, a title game? Yeah, they're, already, they're going to be they're going to do a conference championship game starting this fall. That's correct. Yes. Which will be a rematch. Which, which will be a rematch, yes, by the which, way. Which, which still means absolutely nothing because they still have an opportunity of not making it to the playoffs. So they go through this whole right. ring of a row of, of having to pay to do another game. Of course, they're going to get the money back because it is about that championship game, nonetheless. But yeah. the Dame ain't got to do that. They ain't got to shell out money to, to, to a conference to, to have a title game. They don't even have to play a title game. They just need to have a fantastic season, and they need to play off. I mean, in there, all of the benefits of these teams that are in conferences without being in a conference, and it's a win-win. I get to hang out with this nice gentleman. He gets to take me out, spend money on me, get me gifts. Oh, just he don't get no yeah. booty. <laughs> he don't get no booty unless I want to yeah. give it to him. And you know what? I don't feel like giving it up until after 2037. So it's a possibility I might give it to them. I might not. We'll see how this works out. But the benefit of Notre Dame is they get to do this dance as long as they want to, and the ACC don't care. If the ACC would have said, you know what, you can't participate in our football schedule unless you get into our conference, then it all stops. But, hey, they already locked in for, what, the next 20 years. The next 20 years. And I doubt very seriously the ACC will put their foot down yet and make them make a decision. And even if they do, they won't. you got 20 years. They, they, they won't put their foot down. Here, here's why. The ACC will never put their foot down. Here's why. The ACC network came into creation mm-hmm. part and parcel due to Notre Dame. Let's just, just be real about that. I mean, yeah. they know that ESPN knows that they'll get more Notre Dame due to thanks to its contract with the ACC that they'll have to play five games per two with ACC schools per year. That includes powers such as Florida State, Clemson, Miami. If they ever now that they're, they're, they're getting their crap together, and Virginia Tech, they can mm-hmm. get Notre Dame at least probably two to three times a year now, thanks to yeah. that contract. And and the basketball squad is nice. They're pretty nice in, in lacrosse as well for those who care about such sport, which is a great sport, but by the way. And mm-hmm. and the ACC bowl revenues and bowl choices and, and selections have picked up. Why? Because of Notre Dame and its affiliation. Mm-hmm. Now they're in the Pinstripe Bowl. They now have better access to the Gator Bowl, and they now have access to the, the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl in Tampa. They still get mm-hmm. to, have, to to be in the Orange Bowl. Sometimes they're in the Peach Bowl. Uh, I know there's a lot of bowls there, but still. But the, you know, I mean, the fact remaining is the bowl selections have, have been upgraded, and, and, yeah. and they have a lot more cachet because of Notre Dame. Let's just be real about it. Exactly. As a matter of fact, Notre Dame benefits from that because depending upon how well Notre Dame plays within yeah. the ACC play, and how they, I guess, kind of rank, even though they're not in the conference, that's the spot mm-hmm. that they get for the bowl selection. So if it's like the third-best right. ACC team and Notre Dame just happens to be that team, even though they're not in the conference, they get the benefit of being that number three representative for the ACC in that bowl game, whatever bowl game that is. Exactly. So, so you get that benefit. Why... Yep. 
and you're not even in the exactly. conference. Mm-hmm. So it's why? Mm-hmm. Why do I have to? I mean, that's why I said in my blog, if it ever happens, it's going to be for competitive reasons because it'll get them maybe better access to the playoffs. I remember, I mean, look, I said in my blog that I think it'll be an inevitable because it's not for money reasons, but maybe for better access to the playoffs. But the more I talk to you, to, to, uh, to you about it, the more I'm more convinced that it'll probably never happen in my lifetime. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just to prove my own little theory. In 15 minutes time, man. I'm glad <laughs> I can help. There you go. I, I, but you know, I had to think know, about that too. We have partners in the business. That's why I have partners yeah, exactly. on the podcast. I'm exactly. Design, my friend. Always and always. Hey, man. Thanks a lot for joining me, man. Let's do it next no week as, as usual. All right. Peace out. That's my guy, right, Dwayne please. Nash. Please, please check him out. Uh, Sleeves of Radio every Tuesday now on Baltimore Radio as well as the Yard Session HBCU Sports. Well, yeah, I mean, Notre Dame, the ACC, that's probably a pipe dream. It's never going to happen. Angel playoffs, please, fire Gary Batman, get your asses back on the ESPN and other network television. And the NBA playoffs going to be sorry until the NBA finals. Even then, they'll be sorry as well, probably. Especially if Cleveland doesn't show up. But anywho, this is Scott Bush. Thank you all for tuning in to the Clown Hour. Please enjoy your um, Memorial Day weekends. 06 and peace out.